All right, guys, so in an effort to combat this stupid coronavirus that has been terrorizing the entire world since January, since heck, the very end of December, Google and Apple are teaming up. There's lots of good things to say, but there are some legitimate concerns here. Let's talk about it. What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds, the podcast meant to educate and empower you, the listener, in this vast world of technology. Let's get into it. So Apple and Google are teaming up and not for the first time. Remember back a few months ago when they're teaming up to make a good standard for smart homes and smart home objects such as light bulbs and things like that so that we can get on one accord and have systems that really work seamlessly together. They're doing that. And also they're teaming up against this junk that is invading our world. They are developing a cross-platform smartphone platform that is working to try to track the spread of the novel coronavirus. So it's going to use Bluetooth LE or Bluetooth low energy transmissions to track the physical contacts of participating. That's a very important word here. Participating smartphone users. So if a user later tests positive for COVID-19, she, he or she can choose to enter the result into a health department approved app and the app will then contact all other participating phone users who have, who have recently come within six feet of this person. So let's break it down. How does this thing work? What's the technological beef behind the stake? <laughs> all right. Contact tracing or the practice of figuring out everyone an infected individual has recently been in contact with. So researchers propose that smartphones, because they're nearly ubiquitous, think about it. Anyone who has a phone nowadays, they have a smartphone. It might be a couple of years old, but they have a smartphone. Now, one thing that's important to note is that I have not read any specifications on operating system level, things of that nature. So as we know, iOS devices tend to last a bit longer than Android devices. And typically Android devices, they just don't get the amount of updates. So even if you, your phone that you bought two or three months ago has the latest version of Android on it, it is quite possible that the manufacturer that you bought it from, if it's not made from Google or Samsung or one of the big name players, you might actually not get an update. So here's the thing. You're hearing the words contact tracing. You're hearing the words Apple and Google. You're hearing the words Bluetooth low energy and you're thinking privacy. And to be completely honest, that's what the heck I'm thinking. So most mobile-based contract tracing can be effective, but it also poses a serious threat to privacy because it opens the door to central databases to track the movements and social interactions of potentially millions or billions of people on the planet. So 
Unlike traditional contact tracing, though, the, this platform is not going to collect names, locations, or other identifying information. Now, a statement made by Jennifer Granick, Surveillance and Cybersecurity Council for the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union, which I'm a proud member of, she states, to their credit, Apple and Google have announced an approach that appears to mitigate the most privacy and centralization risks, but there is still room for improvement. So let's let's explain how this works. So let's just say you've got two individuals, they're meeting up, they have a 10 minute conversation. One of them tests positive for COVID-19. He puts in the results into the app from the health department, all right? Their phones, meanwhile, while they were having that conversation, their phones exchanged anonymous identifiers, okay? So therefore, we're basically switching keys. So our phones know, hey, we've been in contact with each other. So a few days later, with, of course, the infected person's consent, his phone is going to upload the last 14 days of keys for his broadcast to the cloud. So therefore, everyone that's been around him is going to know because basically he's turning, he's broadcasting his key. He's saying, okay, turn this over. Let everyone else know who has seen this key. Let them know that they've come in contact with this person. So what's going to happen is that the person that you've been around, they're just going to be potentially unaware of what's going on but their phone is going to periodically download the broadcasts of everyone who has tested positive and found a match so that match is going to be found and what's going to happen is that you're going to see a notification on your phone and you're going to be led with information and steps to know what exactly to do next so Let's talk about how it works, quote unquote, in theory. So, of course, when you're dealing with Apple and Google, the two behemoths in the room when it comes to mobile development, they're giving us a, a few, a few assurances. Number one, explicit user consent is required. So therefore, they're saying that once this app, once this protocol is delivered to users, it's not going to be turned on by default. You're going to have to say, hey, guess what? Guess what, folks? Guess what, phone? I'm turning this thing on. They're also saying that it's not going to collect PII or personally identifiable information or location data. Also, the list of people you've been in contact with never leaves your phone. People who test positive are not identified to other users, Google or Apple. It will only be used for contact tracing by public health authorities for COVID-19 pandemic management. And it doesn't matter if you have an Android device or an iPhone. It's going to be completely cross-platform. So, of course, we're having security officials respond they're giving their takes on it and he, here's the thing guys and of course i'm going to link this article 
in the show notes for Mars Technica. It's a really fantastic article that's been that's really laid out this thing really clearly and done a fantastic job. But the issue that I see with this is that there are, are always holes. And I think that this is it's extremely promising that Apple and Google decided to do this. It's extremely promising. I mean, when you're two of the richest companies on the face of the planet, I feel like doggone it, you better do something to try to combat this. And I know Apple stance on privacy and Google, you have to give these guys credit. They have gotten a lot better. Once again, I always say to the uninformed, Google does not sell your data. It would be completely against their business model. If you want to listen to iMore about all the junk that they spew out here about Google, fine, so be it. But they're going to sell ads and they're going to make your browsing experience as ad filled as they can for the betterment of their own platforms. But they're not going to sell your data. But my issue is, what if this falls into the wrong hands? What if? Now, of course, I know you're thinking to yourself, Dexter, it's not going to fall into the wrong hands. But things like this always does. Things always fall into the wrong hands sooner or later. And then what about that outdated Android device? Or what about that iPhone that was released a few years ago and is nearing the end of its support? What about those devices? Are they going to continuously be protected? They're not, but they're still going to be used. If a person's not in a position to buy a new phone, they're not going to buy a new phone. Everyone is not a technologist like me or heck, maybe you. Maybe you're not a technologist. Maybe you listen to this podcast just to be informed. And I appreciate you a lot. But here's the thing. Everyone isn't flip-flopping between phones every year or every couple of months. That's just not the reality for most folks. So for me, whenever this thing comes across my eyes and I'm getting prompted to sign up for this, I'm going to say a big heck no. But I certainly appreciate the effort and I do hope that the that the data that is collected can do some good guys until next time i'll holler at you